Welcome to the Sales Not Selling Podcast, where veteran sales professional Stacy Garrett will cover topics that will help you be more successful at sales without selling. Without selling. Learn tips and tricks for success, as well as ways to be your best authentic self. Hey there, and thank you for joining me on my podcast, Sales Not Selling. My name is Stacy Garrett, and I've been in promotional product sales for over 20 years. I sell swag, basically items that companies put their logo on for promotional use both internally and externally. Even in this competitive industry, I've been able to be in the top ranks for years while staying my authentic self during the process. Today, I'm going to talk about how to be more productive by working less. It's often believed that in order to be successful, you have to put in 50 or 60 or even more hours a week. Well, there are times when this is the case. I just don't think it should be the norm. Years ago, when I owned my own promotional marketing company, I worked pretty much every waking moment. I was doing very well and I loved what I was doing, but I was working so many hours, it was crazy. I once told my father-in-law that I thought, oh, I think I could do four 10-hour workday schedule. And he laughed and said, but um, hon, basically right now you're working six 10-hour days. He was right. I was thinking I could, instead of doing the traditional five workdays with eight hours a day, I'd switch it up and just do four 10s. But what was I going to do with the other 20 full hours a week that I was working? I didn't mind it at the time. I mean, I was in my 20s and I was really driven. I had all these great toys, an RV, a couple quads, a boat, and some pretty amazing friends. But I didn't have the time to enjoy them. That's when my best friend candidly told me that I work too much. And what good does it do to have all these toys if I never found the time to use them? She was so right. Her candidness changed my life forever. I still work too much, but I had cut back quite a bit, really, and made my free time a little more of a priority. Then suddenly, this amazing young woman got extremely sick with cancer. If there's ever a time to realize how short life is, this was it. It was an absolute wake-up call for me. This young mid-20s person that I adored with all my heart was not given much chance to live And here I was working my life away. Not everyone has this eye-opening experience, but this was a huge one for me. I made big changes in my work to work smarter, not harder. Everyone says it's important, but when it comes to practicing it, do you really? I know I didn't do it as much as I should. From then on, I made it a priority to live life every day and not just work my fanny off until I can someday maybe retire or take a vacation. The only way to do that and still stay the ambitious person that I am is to be conscious of the tasks that I fill my day with and to make sure that I am doing the work that needs to be done, but also taking the breaks that I need to not let work consume me. So every day I make my list of priorities for the day. My hope is that they will give me enough to do without needing me to work 10-hour days. If I see that there are too many things, I reprioritize, I delegate, or maybe set new expectations for accomplishing the items. 
I am a creative person. And if I'm running on empty, I absolutely can't be my best creative self. I tend to sit down at my computer and I'm head down working without thinking much about taking a break. But when I have found is even a five minute break gives me the needed headspace to continue working. Yesterday, it was this gorgeous sunny day out and I hadn't spent any time outside. So even though it was near the end of the day, I went outside and laid in the sun in a lawn chair. Yeah, I'm still working from home as I write this for like 10 minutes. It was seriously invigorating. And not only did I get more done after that little break, I felt so much better. My favorite way to take a break is actually to go for a walk. Get that blood flowing, your heart pumping. There's a lot of research to back this up. But taking a 15 to 20 minute walking break, even shorter if that's all the time you have, will actually increase your productivity. I have absolutely no question that this is true. I also believe there are fewer mistakes if you take frequent breaks from work to get some fresh air or get moving. It seems counterintuitive when you have a packed to-do list and just not enough time to get it all done to take a break, but try it. I swear it works. When I am the most stressed, which believe me, I'm a pretty tightly wound person that gets stressed pretty easily. If I take a few minutes to move, meditate, or just take a deep breath, I get more of my list done and I'm a little less stressed. Try it next time you're feeling overwhelmed. If you don't think you can commit to a 15 minute walking break, set a timer on your phone and go for a two minute walk. I've walked laps in my house when it's pouring rain, even for a couple minutes. And seriously, it helps. Of course, I usually have a dog chasing me while I'm speed walking around my kitchen. But then I start laughing. And you know what? The stress dissipates just with that quick two minute break. I was talking to a friend of mine, Lori Dollar, the other day about how bad we had gotten about getting up from our desks while working from home. We both have smartwatches, and when they say move, we ignore it because we just don't have time. But then as we were talking about it, we both recognized that we don't have time not to get up and move like our watches are telling us. It's bad for our physical and mental health to sit for so many hours without moving a bit. Now, I would be lying if I said that I get up every time my watch tells me to move, but I am getting better and every single day I'm making it a priority to do no less than 20 minutes of intentional exercise to help me be more productive and less stressed, which also helps my productivity. Right after I talked to Lori, I was microwaving my lunch and it was in the microwave for two minutes and 29 seconds. Okay, I know I'm a bit quirky about my numbers. So I decided to walk around my kitchen for that two minutes and 29 seconds. And I got 250 steps in just moving while my lunch was heating up. I didn't even have to take time away from working in order to get the break I needed to be more productive. I think stress can also be a huge productivity killer. Do you agree with me? When you're highly stressed, are you as focused on the projects that need to be done or the calls that need to be made? I know I'm not. If I'm too stressed, I can sit and stare at my computer screen, not sure what to do next because I'm overwhelmed. I think it also impacts your ability to authentically make sales to your clients because of the underlying stress. So if that is the case, can you agree that doing things throughout your workday to help eliminate stress may actually help you to be more productive? 
There are stressors out of your control, but what we can control is how we deal with them. Personally, I have found that during the stay-at-home days of COVID-19, I needed to make self-care a priority to help me be creative and positive during my working hours. I'm a very optimistic person and want to see the best in people, but this has been a trying time for that. So early on, I adapted my daily schedule to include some self-care every single day. It varies for each person, but what I ended up giving up in order to fit in a little bit more self-care was that I was going to give up being in the office by 7.30 a.m. at the latest every day. I really like to be the first one in, so to speak, because I get a jump on my day. But my new morning routine includes getting up at my normal time, doing 30 minutes or more on the treadmill while watching Grey's Anatomy on TV, and then making my yummy mocha and sitting in the hot tub, listening to the birds, drinking my coffee, and reading a book for entertainment, uh, aka not a professional development book. I now show up at the office, my home, of course, but I still show up at the office just shy of 8 a.m. every day. And you know what? I'm 100% okay with it. I've taken a little away from my work hours, but I've given myself the gift of starting my day off in a low-stress way. Most days, I don't even check my work email before I start this routine. Oh my gosh, this new routine has been so amazing for my soul and my productivity at work. It doesn't make sense, right? I'm actually working less because of this routine, but I'm getting more done. I know, I know it's crazy, but it works. I mean, let's face it, with so many people working from home, it's easy to work all hours of the day because your work is also your home. I think it's important to put boundaries on your working hours. For me, I almost never work on weekends. I need a break to recharge my batteries. There are times when I need to finish a project or get some information to a client, so I will do that on a weekend. But generally, these days are important for me to get a break. I basically think about work all day, every day. But the physical act of working can happen during the work week, which for me is Monday through Friday. I find that some of my great inspirations actually come during these breaks because I'm not getting bogged down with deadlines or details and my brain can think about the bigger picture and other ideas. What are your no work times? Do you have them? Maybe you can carve out no working past a certain time of day. A trick I started at the beginning of working from home was to physically turn off my computer when I'm done working for the day. That way, if I get an idea, oh, hey, I should email so-and-so, or I wonder what the price of that item is, I'm not tempted to go just sit down at my computer real quick because it's turned off. And it's just one extra step that keeps me from doing it. So I do. I will grab my phone and I'll email myself a reminder to look into whatever it was that I was thinking about. Because, I mean, let's face it, my memory's just not what it used to be, so I can't count on myself to remember. Another important break for me is vacations. This goes back to my best friend passing away at a very young age because I don't want to save all the amazing trips for someday down the road, which may or may not come. So I plan and take vacations multiple times a year. A friend actually calls me vacation because it feels like I'm going somewhere all the time. While I'm not gone that often, I do find it very important to have a break that is bigger and that gives me something to look forward to and a good extended recharge of my batteries. 
I love what I do and it isn't that I don't enjoy it. I just need to give my mind and body a break so that I can come back energized and ready to take on the world again. For each person, these breaks are different. For me, I usually go on a scuba diving trips and I almost always work during vacation for a couple hours just to stay caught up on things. I personally think it's probably healthiest to not work during vacations and to get a full break, but I've only done that a few times because let's get real. I am a work in progress. (laughs) The good part about scuba diving, though, is that I can't work while I'm diving. So it kind of forces me to not think about work and just be very present with the time that I'm away. With all this being said, there are some days where I work on the weekends or late into the evenings, but they are few and far between, and they are important projects or I wouldn't do it. This is something that takes time to build habits. I have some that are very well established and I'm great at. Some that are still a work in progress. The point is that you don't have to work more hours to be productive. You need to work smarter and also realize that taking time away from your work can actually help you be fresh and therefore more productive because of it. I appreciate you joining me. I would love to hear how you're being more productive by spending less time working. Check me out on LinkedIn at Stacy Garrett 29. That's S-T-A-C-Y. G-A-R-R-E-T-T, the number 29, or on my podcast page on LinkedIn and Facebook by looking up sales, not selling. Don't forget to subscribe to get this podcast direct to your podcast listening device as new episodes are created weekly. I'm always open to suggestions and discussions about the podcast or other topics you want to explore here. Have a wonderful day and keep on being the best you.